This is Tuesdays with Rory. Exploring Rory. Rory story. Rory story. I'm Rory. I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to try to not make it boring. Do I sound staticky just because my voice naturally sounds staticky? I don't hear anything. Really? Really? You just sound better to me, I guess. Get closer. I guess it's because your mouth is like, your voice is like clearer than mine. I have a lot more mid mid tones, I guess. Yeah, that's true. And I'm just. We listening talk about to, this on the Poor Variety Show a lot. I listening to you guys. Try, Matt's impression of me is fucking terrible. It sounds like the uh, the really annoying sex monster from Big Mouth. <laughs> That's all I could think about. That's how I think of you. <laughs> that one's gross, though. <laughs> I'm not that gross. Welcome to the Poor Variety Show. We're doing Tuesdays with Rory live. Tuesdays with Rory live. I'm Atlanta in the room edition. ATL. ATL. Baker surprised me. It may be a Tuesday, but it's also Super Bowl Sunday. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. And he didn't know. Yeah, I called him. I was like, I'm, well, he called me. And I was like, I'm on the way to you. And he was like, oh, that's fascinating. Did you know it's the Super Bowl? <laughs> like, oh, God. We're terrible men. Yeah, we are. We're not very masculine. I don't know anything about sports. Yeah, I don't either, but it's I really honestly, I know for a fact, for the listeners, I like to do a thing called uh diarrhea gambling that we've been doing since high school where we get together and we all bring a boatload of pocket change because it's just coins only and you make bets on anything, like anything that's going on around you. Like you can gamble on other people playing Jenga or Anything, and it's it's just shown me that if I was rich, I would 1,000% have a gambling problem. Really? Yeah, for sure. I definitely, like, I feel the high of it. I, I get it. <laughs> and I went to, I've been to Vegas, and I had no fun, but that's because I never got on a hot streak. I just kept- you lost. I just kept sitting there giving sweet little Korean ladies $1 at a time for Aww. four hours and drinking two gin and so- sodas until I got pissed off that I was out $400 and then going to drink in my hotel bathtub. Damn. Yeah, it was fun, though. Oh, but like you, the bathtub was full of water. Yeah. Okay, I was getting a really much sadder image. <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just drinking sitting in a bathtub crying and drinking. No, I was like, fuck this. I'm going to go do something fancy. I'm like, fancy sweet. Fancy. Yeah. I like it. Speaking of money... I made oh, jointly one hundred and forty-five dollars in the stupidest fucking way. The how did you do that? Okay, Rory story. Rory story. Rory story. I'll, yep. Guess the stupidest way I could make one hundred and forty-five dollars in one day. Stupidest way to make one hundred forty-five dollars in one day is to um, gently ask three thousand. Elementary students for their milk money. Well, that's almost what I did. Okay. I very firmly asked one very weird pervert for his money. I'm ghostwriting for an online dominatrix. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yep. Whoa, um, that's okay. awesome. So I'll back it up. <clears throat> um, Not too fast. I know a person whose identity I will conceal. Cool. Uh and she was recently contacted by somebody she had met like seven years ago. 
and he asked her for a picture of her feet. He said, I know this may be weird, but I'll give you $15 for a picture of your feet. And she, I guess, was, she just said, fuck you, 30, thinking he was joking. And then he Venmoed her 30 bucks for a picture of her feet in shoes. And so she sent, she was (laughs) like at work, she just took a picture of her feet in shoes and sent it to him. Like wherever they were in the world. Yeah. And then (laughs) wild feet. Yeah. Wild feet. And then so he was like, this may, you know, I'm not sure if you'd be into this, but would you be into being my fin dom, which is a financial dominatrix? These people get off on giving money away. Like it turns them on to not have access, not have control of their own finances. Oh my God. Which is so capitalist. Yeah, it is. That's funny. (laughs) So the thing is though, she's like a really sweet girl and he wanted, he, he laid it out. He just wanted her to be mean to him on the internet and send pictures of her feet and armpits. No nudes, no nothing. Just feet and armpits. Feet and armpits and telling him that he's pathetic. Do the armpits have to be naked? Yeah, the armpits have okay. to be naked. Um, Can't be like a sweater. And so she she's too nice to be mean. Yeah. And so she... <laughs> she hired you. She hired me because I'm mean. And she, she was like, will what? you just be mean to this guy? She's and, a small business. That's amazing. I know. She's she, like, she has an employee. She's like, will you be mean to this guy and we'll just split the profits 50-50? Oh, shit. And I was You're like, yeah. a partner. I, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a full-on partner in this. And so we made a fake Instagram account. And I sent this guy maybe like nine messages. where, And nothing was sexual about it at all. It was just like, you're pathetic. You're not worth my attention. <laughs> and then he sent me $50 for being useless. He sent me $50, seriously, with the memo, like, for my uselessness. And Aww. I was like, all right, send 50 more. And then he sent 50, he, sent, stupid. he sent 50 more, and then I was like, he sent him a picture of your feet in socks. And then, oh, shit, I said her name. <laughs> you have to edit that out. <laughs> you have to edit that out. <laughs> uh, Where were we before you said <laughs> Um... Oh yeah, so it's, uh, that was it. I made $145 and all I did was send like nine messages saying this dude's pathetic and then sending a picture of somebody Here's else's feet and socks. $50 for me being worthless. Yeah. And that's like that's how this dude so I first I started to feel like bad about it, but then I was like, oh, you're providing every, a service. Everybody wins. This dude gets to get off. I get to get paid for writing finally. And <laughs> well, technically <laughs> That's how I choose to think about it. Fuck you. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, desperate. I mean, being an artist is hard. Yeah, being an artist is real <laughs> you hard. You got to take it where you can get Listeners, it. Listeners, being an artist is hard. <laughs> take it from us, artists. Sometimes you have to be a prostitute. <laughs> but yeah, like I didn't even, I thought I'd kind of feel skeevy about it, but. Uh, we are artists, damn it. Yeah, I think we are. We're making art right now. Listen to it. Yeah, this is a conversational <laughs> art. Oh, that was hot. <laughs> I got too Or It's not always good art. Sometimes it's bad. Mm. <laughs> not all art is good. <clears throat> and that's okay. Ugh, I can't get over how this feels. What, selling your words to this guy? No. <laughs> nerve damaged thumb. Oh. That's where I'm going next. Hold on. Segway. All right, Rory story. Rory story. Uh, I was camping recently. We are supposed to go on a boys trip, and then I knew all the girls who wanted to camp would be mad about that, so then I arranged a girls trip, which didn't end up being just a girls trip. Because you were there. Well, it was supposed to be a girl's trip plus me. I'm pretty femme, dude. Um, okay. I count. I count. But uh, I can count, dude. The first night we were out there, um, I got a splinter in my hand, and 
I couldn't remove it until the next day because we didn't have any tweezers. So the next day we drove into town, we bought tweezers and we removed the splinter. But by then it had become infected and then it swelled up and got all huge and green. And my whole hand was swelling and red and it like hurt to move my thumb. So I couldn't put my hand on my glove and it got down to 20 degrees that night. Fuck. Yeah. And I was sleeping in a hammock, open faced. Uh, So my hand was just out in 20 degree weather all night. And being cold. Being very, very cold. And uh, probably not bad for the splinter feeling. No, it was great for that. Um, But now, uh, this part, there's, I can't feel one half of my thumb anymore. But I looked it up. Like at all? Yeah, no. It just feels like TV static. Oh. Yeah. But uh, TV static, does it hurt ever? No, it just feels like wrong. (sighs) Like picking up something heavy. I was carrying like two gallons of water in that hand the other day, and it was like, it just felt like Ew. they were floating there, but they're pulling on my arm. Yeah, it's gross. It's a really gross feeling. But apparently, you're gonna nerd- get like phantom half of thumb. I have hand- phantom half of thumb. <laughs> um, but that happened when I got my leg surgery too. But that went is, away. Yeah, that's a Rory story. I haven't told you it either. That's true. That's another episode. Yeah, though. that's a long story. Um, I'm involved in that one. Yeah, the one with Baker in it. Me and Rory, we go way back. Since before the podcast, can you believe it? Can you believe it? We go all the way back to drunk on our news. Oh, we go before that. We've been friends for a decade now. A decade. We've been friends for a decade. High five. ASMR. ASMR. Top five. I like frat house ASMR. <laughs> Just like beer cans opening <laughs> high fives and, and ping like, pong balls yeah and like uh people whispering fight songs for college football teams. occasionally you hear a rape in the distance yeah. <laughs> rah, rah, shish, boom, <laughs> what is that swing bada, bada. <laughs> omega <laughs> epsilon <laughs> That's the one I was going to say next. How'd you know? Uh, uh, we know each other like a glove. We both know the only know the same two letters of the Greek alphabet. We know each other like a glove. <laughs> <laughs> I know lots of gloves. That's a mixed metaphor. You know, there's nothing better than a beaten horse in the bush, you know? How many gloves can you name right now? How many gloves? I Baseball? Can name, I can name... Soccer? Oh, all the sports? kinds of gloves. No, I meant like famous gloves. <laughs> I can name I can name two famous gloves right now. Okay, I got Glover and the thing from Super Smash Bros. Oh, Master Hand. Master Hand. And there's also Crazy Hand. Crazy Hand. I was going to say Glover 2, underrated game, but I went back and tried to play it recently. Impossible. It is really? insane yeah, to me that they're child... hard games. The N64 shit was so... So hard. So hard. Not on... Not Well, okay, so it was in this transitionary period. Like, Nintendo and Super Nintendo games were extremely hard. Yeah. And then the N64 games... That was like this back in the day when you didn't beat games. Right. Well, the N64 era, they started to make them like, I don't know, they were just more reasonable, yeah. I guess. But the difficulty didn't go down at all because while they made the gameplay like theoretically easier, it was like a new type of platformer, you know? So like you're in a 3D space all of a sudden. So they didn't know how to make that navigable with a controller. I have this really fond memory because I, I had a Super Nintendo growing up. <clears throat> And I had this really fond memory. So I was a little kid, and at this Christmas party, my parents were throwing for. It was my dad's, um, like it was like his company party, but he was throwing it at the house. And one of his employees brought him a big present, and he opened it up. And this was when Nintendo sixty four was like brand new. I knew I knew nothing about it other than that it existed. And uh, he <laughs> 
he gave him a present and he opened it up. It was a Nintendo 64. And he was like, yeah, which, my, which is a crazy gift to give your boss. And my dad was like, oh, cool, thanks. And I was sitting in the background, like, vibrating. And so I immediately, like, took it upstairs and just started, like, tearing through the manual. And it came with Super Mario 64. Fuck. And I remember putting in Super Mario 64 and seeing, like, polygonal Mario and thinking, this looks amazing. <laughs> How could anything look better than this? <laughs> and I'm going back and looking at it, it's hilarious. It's like cubes attached to each other. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was so breathtakingly beautiful. People thought the same thing about Castlevania. You know, people thought the same thing about the second Mario game, you know? Yeah, but now Super we're like... Super Nintendo was... Now we're what? almost... We're like skirting photorealism at this point. I know. But I thought that 10 years ago. And looking yeah, back too. looking back at 10-year-old games, I'm like, that looks like fucking shit. I know. I went back and I watched, I watched uh, Final Destination yesterday, and... Every time, don't even get me started on VFX, man. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I remember watching because he, in Final Destination, when he's having the premonitions about the next death, it like zooms into his eye, like that's so Raven, and it's like a bunch <laughs> of VFX shit of like what's gonna happen, and it looks so oh my fucking God. silly. And I remember like in what that was probably like 2002 or something like that. I was thinking like, damn. Have you seen those uh, those corridor guys on YouTube doing the VFX artists react? They react to visual effects, and I think that that would be a really good one. Final Destination. All VFX? Well, they just like sometimes they're awesome. Sometimes like Lord of the Rings, and they talk about like how awesome the VFX in Lord of the Rings are. Then sometimes it's like this fucking 1999 Python movie or some shit, you know? And it's like, wow, that's really bad. Why is that so bad? And they like break it down because like honestly, most of the time it just comes down to lighting. It's like the the lighting is off. You know, because like, okay, think about like Jurassic Park. That's like 1999, right? Yeah. But nobody looks at that and they're like, that's so bad. You know, nobody looks well, back. Those were practical effects. There were there were CGI dinosaurs in that movie. No, there weren't. There were a ton of them. Well, the herd scenes, you can tell are CGI. Oh, yeah. But then like, so. think about like the T-Rex, like standing like off in the distance and like when it's chasing them in the Jeep, that's all VFX. That's like CGI dinosaur. They just light it well enough and dimly enough. To where you can't tell that it's not real, you know? Instead of, like, people get real ballsy around the 90s, or late 90s, early 2000s, just, like, it's bad, you know? You can tell, because, like, okay, like, uh, The Rock at the end of The Mummy Returns, when he comes out as the Scorpion King, oh, you yeah. know? That's, <laughs> it's just so bad. Because, like, it's like, it looks like he was lit in a different room or something. Did you hear that they almost made Baby Yoda CG? Really? Oh my God! Isn't okay. Baby Yoda I'm sometimes so CG? No, Baby Yoda is a puppet. Oh, but I'm sometimes, pretty sure. some I'm... some shots, I'm pretty sure are CG. Like when it's like running. Baby Yoda never runs. It's like jumping after frogs and shit. You know. I just always assumed that they had a guy in a in a green screen suit puppeteering it. Maybe. I think so because well, here's what Maybe, happened. Maybe, baby, <clears throat> this was a thing. They were talking about making the Baby Yoda CGI, and Werner Herzog came out with like an impassioned public defense of a tangible of a tangible baby Yoda <laughs> and he called the studio cowards. <laughs> you cowards want you to cowards. You cowards want to deprive the world of a tangible baby Yoda <laughs> that fans will be able to more intimately connect with. That's amazing. And then he was in the show. <laughs> yes. Well I think it was because he was in the show and then he heard that they were gonna take right, the puppet right. away. Cowards. Cowards. <laughs> That's just like such a funny thing to like 
do like an open letter job. That's amazing. <laughs> open letters are always, I don't know. And in Werner Herzog's defense, I genuinely don't really get all, uh, don't don't really like the cutesy shit too much, but I I fucking, as soon as I saw Baby Yoda, Dude, I was like, fuck yes. Every time I see it, I go, oh Yeah, it's adorable. Yeah, it's insane. It is an adorable thing that is, it's ugly in the cutest way. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love the Baby Yoda. This is a Tuesdays with Rory official endorsement of the Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take. We like Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> you you might have heard this. Have you ever heard uh, uh, Mitch Hedberg's letter to fucking Uniball? No. Okay. The pen company? Mm-hmm. No, I have not heard this. But I like Uniball. I'm going to go ahead and say immediately. Uniball Heavy Flow. Pen. The gray one with the really annoying bendy metal... Uh, Hangy Majig is right. my favorite pen. I'm going to read you Mitch Hedberg's letter to Uniball. Uniball, hi. I am writing to the makers of the Uniball Gel Impact Pen. Unfortunately, I'm doing so with a Pilot P500. As of this moment, I have yet to locate your magnificent pen in a store. As soon as I find one, I will purchase one. <laughs> this is the deal. I'm a stand-up comedian. My name is Mitch Hedberg. I've been on The Late Show with David Letterman six times. <laughs> I have a one-half-hour Comedy Central special that is played on the channel all the time. I've made a guest appearance on That 70s Show, and I have a very, very small role in the new Cameron Crowe film, Almost Famous. I've done just about every cable comedy show around. Right now, I am on tour in an RV with my wife. Our next stop is Raleigh, North Carolina. One evening, we pulled into a a KOA to sleep. I had to fill out a resignation slip, and the security guy handed me one of your gel impact pens to do the job. It was a very satisfying writing experience to say very little. I would love to arrange a sponsorship deal with your company so I can plug the thing. I'd be so happy to wear a Uniball t-shirt on my next Letterman spot. I'd promote the pen any way possible. I still handwrite most of my jokes. Perhaps I will type them more if Uniball unleashes a gel impact keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) Use pens constantly. Your pen is it. I've tried buying expensive pens, but none have lived up to the GI. So smooth and easy to control. Is there anything we can do together? Would you be interested in co-sponsoring a tour? We could put a large banner across the back of the stage. Gel Impact is responsible for the written versions of the jokes this comedian is saying. (laughs) I'd be so proud. Let me know what you think, and thanks a ton for reading this. My pilot days are closing in. Sincerely, Mitch Hedberg. Address redacted. Sorry about any spelling mishaps. I feel that, though. Pen love? Mm -hmm. Do you have pens that you love? Uh, Well, for me... I mean, he was talking shit about Pilot, but Pilot G2 is my go-to pen. Pilot G. You see, I don't know the model number of the I love, Uniball that I, I like. I love the Pilot G2. But the Uniball that I like is super fucking fat. Might be a gel impact. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's a gel pen. I don't think that, that gel, I don't think gel pens existed when he wrote that note. Well, why would they call it a gel? I don't know. Maybe they did. I don't even know what a gel pen is. A gel pen is like a... They're, they're like no I know what they are like I, I could t- I could point if you gave me three pens and one of them was a gel pen I could tell you which one it was I don't think what it, I don't think a uniball gel impact is a gel pen in the way that you're thinking of maybe not it's not like a vibrant color it's like a black pen I don't know man right real smooth like, I just like a heavy ink flow yeah I like too. a thick I like, fucking line yeah. I write big and I draw wide <laughs> <laughs> 
I want a bat. Yeah, I like pit. I like them thick. I like them thick too. Gooey. Menstrual. This is gonna be ew. <laughs> this is gonna be a weird day two, not day five. Um, that's even worse. <laughs> um, this is gonna be a weird Tuesdays Junkie. with Rory because Tuesdays with Rory typically relies so heavily on us being able to do on the spot research, and neither that's of true. us have access to a computer because in our current setup we are sitting in my solarium. We have cell phones, which are tiny computers. They are tiny computers. I guess they're just less convenient to use, but we can still do stuff. We could still review a funeral home website. I do not support this <laughs> bit. Well, it would be. It would be even heavier handed a review because it would mean that they took the time to get somebody to do a mobile version of their site. I don't think any funeral home has a mobile version of their site. Let's do one down the street. What's the closest funeral home? Funeral home's near me. Ooh, this is going to be morbid. Yeah, it is. What if I get hit by a car? I'm ending up there. Mm-hmm. Go to Google Maps. Funeral home. 1.6 miles away. A.S. Turner and Sons. Where? What direction? It's Where? on North Decatur Road. Oh, Okay. 2773 North Decatur Road, Decatur, Georgia, 30033. They do not have a website posted on here. Oh, yeah, they do. ASTurner.com. Welcome to Corpse Hut. This is a solid mobile website. <laughs> really? Yep. Uh, Check it out. All right. Everything I'll, fits. I'll, I'll bring Everything, it up nothing's online. like weird. They got the three bars, and it goes to all the useful information. Services. Where to start? First, you need to die. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just opened up my phone to a snuff film why why were you watching a snuff film i wasn't watching a snuff film i was yeah the last thing on your phone was a snuff film well i was watching did you see don't fuck with cats no i didn't it's really interesting um it's a documentary about the guys who helped catch uh luca what the fuck's his name the canadian porn star cannibal what you haven't heard about oh you see that's Teach me about the canadian porn star cannibal <laughs> all right yeah this is death adjacent and a great A.S. Turner and Sons, great website. All right, go ahead. Oh, wow. So we can, oh, yes, I like this. That's what I'm going to try to do to get around it now. I'm going to try to make an interesting segue right at the beginning of the funeral home <laughs> segment from now on. I can come back to the funeral home segment. Uh, I'm going to finish it when I get home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just tack it on to the end. Oh, God. All right. So... Don't Fuck With Cats is this documentary about these dorks on Facebook who helped catch this guy. So the, basically, it's about this chick, and she's she does data systems for a casino. And when she gets home, she has, like, a fake Facebook persona, and she just, like, goes into, like, online communities and chats with people and shit. And so one day, she sees this video posted, and it's this guy who's, like, in a teal hoodie, and you can, like, barely see his face. And he's putting two kittens, he's playing with two kittens, and then he puts them in a vacuum seal luggage bag and just suffocates them. And why? Because he's, he's a lunatic. Okay. Um, and so. That upsets me. <laughs> yeah. That's why he did it. Uh, so then she finds this group called Let's Find Who This Guy Is. And oh, so it becomes like a stalking thing, yeah, like a revenge. Well, they're like trying to identify him, and so the only uh, the only other like on the page that posted the cat thing is a like of the trailer for Catch Me If You Can, and 
So they go on this like online manhunt and they're like dissecting every object in the room to see like, they see like the electrical socket and they're like, what kind of electrical socket is that? And they see a vacuum on the floor. Like, where is that vacuum manufactured and sold? And so they eventually, they do like a remarkably good job. And so eventually the guy, like the trail starts to go cold and the dude posts, joins the group under a fake Facebook and then posts a video of him playing with the cat corpses and then like a picture of himself, like holding the dead cats, but his face is blurred out. And so they're trying to figure out who this dude is because like, who, who do you call about that? Right. There's, they don't know where in the world he is. And they're trying to figure it out and they eventually like narrow it down and they figure out who this guy is. And he's this like online model. I guess he did some porn. Uh, and, but there's stuff about him everywhere. And they're like seeing that he's like, there's like all these fan pages dedicated to him. Oh shit. And like pictures of him, like on yachts and in hot tubs and like private jets and stuff like that. <clears throat> and, then they start looking into it more and like looking into the verbiage of it. And they realize that he's been making all of the fan pages and stuff. And he's been taking the photos and Photoshopping his face on the people doing fancy shit. Oh, and then shit. posting them everywhere and pretending he's famous, even though he's not, cause he's fucking nuts. And, and then killing kittens. Yeah. And then he keeps like joining the group under fake Facebook names and like fucking with them. And then he like does one where he send he starts with a profile and they go to his page and there's like a picture of him or there's a, a video of the, like a home a phone filmed video of him walking around the casino where one of the girls who's looking for him works and they're trying to like identify him and figure out where he is. Cause they're like, this is definitely going to kill somebody eventually. Right. And then eventually he does. And he, Oh <clears throat> yeah. He, Spoilers. He picks up, uh, he picks up this dude on Craigslist. Are you describing like the plot of don't fuck with cats? Yes, this is the entire okay. plot. Okay. But this is like a thing that happened in real life. Right. Well, yeah, plot's a weird word, but... Yeah. <laughs> this of this documentary. Pl- yeah. Um, and then uh, he takes this guy back to his room, and he posts the video online under the header two or one lunatic, one ice pick, and he fucking... Tie- the guy's tied to the bed, and then he just starts stabbing the shit out of him with a screwdriver, and then he fucks his dead body and then he saws his arm then he fucking starts cutting him and then he eats some of it and he then he makes a dog eat like chew on his bloody stump and then he dismembers the body and then the next day he starts mailing the feet to like political party members in Canada okay and he keeps saying that eventually you know he gets he flees to France. Everyone is looking for this person now. And the people who were online were like, why weren't you listening to us cops? Right. We fucking told you this guy was going to kill somebody. And we told you where he was. Cause they had like tracked him down to like where he actually was yeah. at the time. Uh, so they finally arrest him. And the whole time he's maintaining that he was in the thrall of this guy. He met when he was an escort. Who's big in the deep web and sells like snuff films and like videos of people killing cats. And the guy made him do it. And his name was Manny. And, he keeps saying, Manny made him do it, Manny made him do it, Manny made him do it. And he's been talking about it for years. And eventually it comes to light that he's just really obsessed with them. I can't remember what movie it is. It's like a movie like Cruel Intent. He basically recreated that. Oh, really? Yes. He basically like just was trying to live out the fantasy of being in a movie so hard that he did it. Did it. 
sick. Yeah, it was insane. That's fucked up. It's really fucked up. I want to hear details about this guy's childhood. But anyway, the reason the <laughs> snuff film was up was because I... Uh, you decided to watch it. No, I was reading an article about it because there was a thing that was like, what this documentary skimped over? Because I was like, there's no fucking way this is true. And then the snuff film was in the article. Oh. I didn't watch it. I don't want but, to watch a man fuck a headless corpse. Did they really skip a, skip over to the documentary? No, there was just I didn't even really get very much through the article. Oh, okay, I just had brought it up. Clickbaity article. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Anyway, it's really fuck their fucking, headless corpses. Fuck, <laughs> fuck their headless corpses. Am I right? <laughs> but yeah, am I right? But that's the crazy thing is I'd never even heard of this dude or any of this shit. Yeah, that's wild. This was like 2012. Yeah, well, that's why you never heard of him. It was recent, I guess. And I feel bad about like talking about it and consuming that documentary because clearly this dude just like that's why he did it yeah i want to be famous we're part of the problem yeah unfortunately it is interesting (laughs) yeah evil but interesting hey did you like that sniff that you're gonna have to cut out want another one i'm gonna leave him in Mm, you smell good listener (laughs) (laughs) asmr i just ruin it with my voice Ruin it with my voice. (laughs) (laughs) That was a pretty good one, actually. Microphones are fun. Microphones are robots. Microphones are robots, right? Microphones are robots. Excuse me, Mr. Microphone. Do you have pocket change? Are you going to gamble? I have car change. Cool. We can go collect it before we ship out. I guess we can just Marta there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or drive. We should probably finish the podcast instead of talking about this. I got distracted. Yeah, me too. Welcome to ADHD. I sort of forgot. I honestly sort of forgot when I was talking about the snuff film thing, what we were were doing. (laughs) Have you ever seen a snuff film? Mm. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to the listener. I mean, I absolutely have. I was just trying to think about the last time because it's been, you know, over a decade. I bet you I know the last time you saw a snuff film. When? You sent me a snuff film when I was in Ireland. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. When were you in Ireland? A long time ago. This was like... I sent you a snuff film while you were in Ireland? Yeah, it was the one with the two Russian guys beating a oh, death yeah. apart. Yeah. That's the last snuff film I saw. I like hit Holy you up on Facebook shit, and I was dude. like, man, I'm bored. And you're like, watch these two kids kill a guy with a hammer. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was really disturbing. <laughs> I never want to see am, anything like that ever again. I am not easily like skeeved out, but that shit. I, I laugh when I see stuff like that. Ugh. I think we talked about this before. We did. Uh, I just what do you want done with your body when you die? <laughs> <laughs> what an annoying fucking trope or whatever. Not as annoying as the goddamn funeral homes. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's intentional. <laughs> well, now the other one is intentional. Yeah, that's true. I like it as a bit. It's a good bit. It is a good bit. Mm. Thanks for your bits. Thanks for your bits. <laughs> this Valentine's Day, thank your partner for their bits. <laughs> I used to sleep with somebody who referred to their genitals as their bits. My bits. It wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I never have slept with It a, wasn't me. I never slept with the singer of Santa Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <clears throat> Coward. Coward. <laughs> I think I think that's I think it's probably time to go to the Super Bowl or something. Let us know. What you want to hear from Rory, because Rory's got lots of story. I got tons of story. You know, next time, let's do like a proper story. Okay. Because none of the things I just did were proper stories. Yeah, okay. I have lots of stories. Let's do the ankle story. I'm down. We could do the ankle story. Oh, yeah, the ankle story is a pretty good story. You want to do it 
two weeks from now. Okay. Yeah. In is that two, listener time or is that both? Uh, I'm on a more weekly schedule at this point. Okay. So. We can backload episodes too. Like I'm yeah, we can. Whenever. Cool. It's not hard for me. Yeah, that gives I'm me time time off. Yeah, kind of tune in in a couple of weeks for uh, the story of how Rory broke both his ankles at the same time. It wasn't both my ankles. It wasn't? My, it was both the bones and one leg. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> my way sounded cooler. <laughs> well, my way sounds cooler. It's the story of how I have a bunch of metal holding my leg together for the rest of my life. Thanks for listening. Say bye to the people. Poor variety, poor variety, poor variety show. Poor variety, poor variety, poor variety show. Tuesdays with Rory. Tuesdays with Rory. Bye, idiots. See you later. Wait, hold on. I have one more thing. Okay. If you had to get knuckle tattoos with four letters on each knuckle, what would the letters be? Hmm. I know mine. I think I have the best answer, so you have to answer first. Chomp them. Chomp them? <laughs> yeah, With the a ap- space? <laughs> oh, an apostrophe. <laughs> Chomp them. Okay, yours does my bit, but mine was going to be big idiot <laughs> because... <laughs> Because it does fit, but it has to be. They don't make right. sense alone. Yeah. Well, my, my, mine has to be seen next to yours. I would be big, Biggie and Diet. <laughs> Biggie Diet. Biggie Diet. Email me at poorvariety at gmail.com. Email truebuckaroo at yeehaw.horse with what you would get tattooed on your knuckles. For a chance to be at yeehaw.horse. To be a chance to to a for uh, a chance to be shouted out. To a for a chance to be. To a for a chance to be <laughs> shouted out on the next week's episode. Hell yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. We're going. <laughs>